Welcome back, Rip City. I'm your host, Tim Johnson, and this is the Busted Bucket Podcast. Locally grown here in Portland, Oregon, the city of roses, city of bridges, Stumptown PDX. This is a show dedicated to Rip City and everyone who loves Portland basketball. Joining me are my co-hosts, Gary the Six-Man Hassan. Team player in the building. What's going on? And Eric, the Encyclopedia Foster. Greetings from the Emerald City. Are you up there in Seattle again, huh? Yeah. You must love that place. No. (laughs) It's not growing on you at all? No, no. The traffic is terrible, and it's just one giant people, person, everywhere. (laughs) One giant people, person, everywhere. It's just it's. It's so ridiculous. descriptive. <laughs> I wouldn't. Don't tell my job. I don't ever want to live up here. Well, you may not have a choice, brother. That being said, let's talk about some basketball, man. So ESPN dropped their NBA's top 100 list. Guys, I know everyone thinks that their favorite player is should be higher. Their, their favorite teammates or whatever should be listed higher. But here's what ESPN dropped. They got Dame at 13. Jeremy Grant at 64. Nurk at 88. And Simons at 91. Now, for comparison, CBS Sports also dropped a top 100. They got Dame at 13 as well. They also have Grant ranked... But he's ranked a little lower at 67. They got Simons higher at 80. And they didn't give Nurk a ranking at all. Nurk is out of the top 100, according to CBS. Josh Hart's not another one. And Josh Hart didn't make the cut. Which to me is crazy, because I definitely think that Nurkic should, should be on both. I think that Josh Hart should, should definitely be on both. And it's like... When you look at the list, there's guys like Franz Wagner and uh, just guys that I just don't consider to be better than those two. You know, PJ Tucker and stuff like that. I wouldn't necessarily say that I would take them over those guys. I mean, so I think Batum was someplace higher up, like on this list, too. And I think Batum was in there. Yeah. Batum, I mean, he was kind of rounding out the bottom, though. I think he was like somewhere between like. 190 or something like that. That's why lists are stupid. Right? You put out these lists and you go, okay, well, so-and-so, we're going to rank these 100 players. But how do you... I mean, it's just really difficult. I mean, you can do 10 players, but you can't do 100 because there are so many things that compel you to make illogical decisions. Like, Simon's being outside the top... 50 is stupid based solely on the fact that he had like the second highest catch and release shooting percentage in the league. You know, his efficiency is through the roof offensively. Like, okay. So, I mean, how do you take a guy like Franz Wagner (laughs) and, and put him ahead of Anthony Simons and then Dame, like, like, sure. Like maybe Steph Curry is a better player than him but I think CBS had him ranked two by position and broke him down with position and they had him as like the fourth best point guard they had John Morant ahead of Damian Lillard I'm like John Morant doesn't do anything his team was literally better without him his team <laughs> won more games and had a higher winning percentage without him on the floor than they did when he played and he legitimately cost them games in the playoffs with his shit play so that's not something that Damian Lillard does. So if you're going, like, what are the metrics would be the first question. And then right. the second thing, well, what are you taking to account? And well, obviously, I think I think team records silly. played a, a, a key role in this, too, because they missed 53 games. Dame did miss 53 games. Exactly. And, and the, yeah, and playing time in general, too, which is funny because, like, how are you going to rank a guy? based off of last season when he didn't play most of the season like i agree lists are, are stupid they're dumb they're dumb 
I don't even pay attention to him anymore, but he gets everybody in an uproar. And just like everything else, it's just done for interaction. You know, they don't put out those lists because they want people to read it. They put out those lists because they want everybody tagging them on Twitter sure. and talking about it. It's not done for any. And look what we're doing. Right. right. Yeah, I think it's fortunate. Right, yeah. You know, it's like it's it's like the Lakers, right? Like we were forced to talk about how good the Lakers weren't going to be. You know, everybody was it's the best team ever assembled. They've got Carmelo Anthony, they have Russell Westbrook, they got LeBron, they got Harden or uh, they got LeBron, they got AD. And the, that team didn't even make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. They didn't make the play in. Mm-hmm. And we were forced to talk about them and that's what they do. Like the media, they don't say things of substance. They say things that are going to catch you and grab you and make you speak speak on it. And here we are doing it and I'm like I'd rather just watch basketball. And I know that I probably sound like an old head and I'm like, oh, yeah, look at get off my lawn. But some of those things just are, it's like the people right now on TikTok who are grilling their chicken mm-hmm. in NyQuil. Mm-hmm. Like that's wait, a, wait, 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 yeah. wait. Hold on. Yep. What? They had to put out yeah. advisory saying, do not do this, you know, just like they did with the, uh, the uh, Tide Pod Challenge too. It's the same thing. What is the, oh, yeah, hold on, hold on. Go. We got to, we got to back up. What is the point of grilling chicken in you NyQuil? You gotta clean it. <laughs> <laughs> but NyQuil doesn't clean anything. Yeah, they're turning they're turning chicken to turkey. You know how turkey makes you go to yeah. sleep when you're after you eat. Like now they want to do that with NyQuil, but no, they really people do that. Like you, you know what I mean. So it's, I mean, we're at a point in human history where we're either the smartest or the dumbest people, <laughs> you know, in in recorded history. I, I mean, I haven't decided which one's what, like where we're at, but you put out these, but back to it, like you put out this list and it's like, eh. Definitely. Yeah. And I think, man, yeah, so I, I mean, think, you know, we, we live in an era now where like everything's a talking point where like everybody, you know, wants to be yeah. lit, like on social media, you know? And I think that, uh, so, I mean, obviously, you know, this is just something just to ruffle people's feathers and stuff like that. And for me, like something that caught my eye, um, because, all summer, you know, I heard these guys being com- compared to each other, whether it was their statistics or whether it was, you know, their, like, contracts. And somebody that jumped out to me kind of was uh, Jalen Brunson. I mean, they had Jalen Brunson at number 60, and then they had Simons at 80. And just, just like, right. all summer, for me at least, you know, I heard Brunson Simons. Who's better? Brunson Simons. And just for me to see Brunson 20 spots ahead of him is kind of crazy, I think, you know. Not to mention, like, Brunson was another guy who legitimately cost his team in the playoffs. Exactly. Like, that guy played like exactly. dog. Exactly. <laughs> like, but yeah, but... Yeah, it's... Like, so, you know, okay. Uh, you go... You, Nurk. Nurk is another example of a guy where you're like, oh, oh, he's so... He's he's the 19th best center in the league. I'm like, he's the ninth. Like, that's what CBS ranked him, 19th. Wow. Like the 19th you know, CB, best CB, CBS did not have him ranked. Like in po- positionally, oh, positionally. But yeah, just the the the. Like, uh, there, the there's uh, 18 better centers in the league than Nurk. Like, yeah, I, I want you to point them out to me. I don't know if I buy that. Point them out to me. <laughs> who? Show me 18 guys who are better than Nurk at the center position. No kidding. I. I would do it. I right would now. say Nurk is probably in the top half for sure. Jokic. Embiid, Aiton, Gobert. For me, Nurk is is, is top ten. Yeah, Vukovic maybe. There's Capella. Some guys, you know, would say Wood. Nah, I see. I would yeah, take Nurk over Capella. I mean, what about is Bam considered a, a center? Is he more of a forward? Power forward. Okay. I mean, maybe that's yeah, the thing. Like, is like you've got you've got guys that are playing inter- like interchangeably between the forward and, and center position maybe maybe they're putting forwards in there over you know in, in the center slot and maybe it uh, is skewing the results I mean we're in a day and age where they're playing a lot of positionless basketball right so maybe that plays into into some of these lists where you know you see guys like Nurk who either goes unranked or is the 19th best center but really he's up against you know, not just the centers, but the centers and the power forwards in the league. Yeah, and they were talking about his drop defense and things like that. And you go, okay, well, that's true. But a lot of times, you know, that's not how they're going to match up anymore because they have 
guys who are interchangeable at the forward position mm -hmm. hopefully now they're going to be able to make the adjustments where he can stay low and, and guard and not only that he's going to have a much better season because he's got another guy playing at the forward position that can actually guard somebody well and who did he play with right he played when he did play he played with josh hart he played with simons um those are guys he was not the, who were getting consistent first time simons got consistent minutes mm -hmm. just as and Winslow. the first time that he'd ever Trenton played with Watford. josh hart yeah I mean, he's playing, like, what were we expecting? We were expecting CJ Ellaby to run the pick and roll with him to perfection. <laughs> like, you got to give that. And so these lists just, they, I started to ignore them the same way I ignored Skip Sayless. <laughs> yeah, I, like, I haven't listened to Skip for a long time. Long, long time. I like time. the guy that makes fun of him better, Josh Rosen. That guy's way funnier. Yeah. Yeah. It's a better listen. But what do you, whether you like lists or not, what do you guys have to say about the rankings, though? I mean, obviously, we don't think Nurk should be the 19th best center. He should well, be. Well, if Record plays a role, how come LeBron still ranks so high? Because he's LeBron. Because his name. Right. So I mean, if if, Mike, if Michael Jordan was was you know 0 and 82, he'd still be ranked at the top. The the list has Ben Simmons at number 42 for the number for the CBS rankings. I mean, we we haven't seen him play in forever. I mean, he's he... That's another thing, man. Like that it goes back to what the heck is is the criteria for this? He's quit on multiple teams. So I mean, if 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 quitting and dating Kardashians was a list, I mean, he'd be in my top 5. <laughs> number yeah, 1, for sure, top top 3, <laughs> top 5. I don't know. Do you? I mean, do you put him ahead of Devin I mean, Booker it's in Booker, that category? So, so it'd be Booker, Blake Griffin, James Harden, Odom. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Harden mm -hmm. dated the yeah the dog one. Uh, What's her name? The dog yeah. one. <laughs> what? Yeah, the one that used to look like a dog and then had all the plastic. You mean OJ Simpson? Them, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Do okay. So so Damn. my list. The glove on Chris her. <laughs> Chris Humphreys. I was going to say, what about yeah, Odom? That's right. <laughs> Mar Odom had to do crack cocaine because he, he that's was a deep, Kardashian. That's hey, a really? deep, that's a full show, I think. Just just doing like a deep dive in Kardashians, like people they've dated. I don't want to pull that into Dude, the show. That's a deep <laughs> list, though. <laughs> I really right don't. Now, like... Dude, best scouting team Chris ever. Jenner. <laughs> yeah. Best scout. Best NBA scout of all time. You gotta know how to pick a husband. Oh my god. <laughs> For real. We are not making that episode. No. Yeah. I can't do it. The most prolific athlete in Kardashian history is right. their new mom, Caitlin. Man, she's a businesswoman, an entrepreneur, a pimp, possibly. A, a, yeah. a pimp? Man, she's she's out here. She's out here doing tricks. Let's just put it that way. Uh, according Man. to Ray J. <laughs> Shout out to Raycon. Exactly. <laughs> Raycon ear, ear, but yeah, earbuds. I mean, this, this list is pretty wild to me, I think. And they make him sound like he can nah. sing again? Because <laughs> I saw him on that verses, and that was brutal. Ooh, I didn't see that one. If I had one wish, Nurk would be in this top 100. <laughs> I think yeah, so, too. I don't know. I think just from a Blazer standpoint, Portland's going to end up being better than advertising. People aren't going to believe it. You know, that's what I've been saying. I, I think Portland is one of those sneaky teams that could be a lot better than what people are giving them credit for. I think a lot of it comes down to the fact that there are a lot of unknowns. You know, we, we really don't know how good Simons is going to be. We don't know how... I don't think we even saw how good he is last season. No, I mean, they sh he was... This is the thing that people need to remember, too. Portland was trying to tank, right? Portland was trying to tank. That was the goal. They ended up having to shut down Hart, shut down Nurkic, and eventually shut down Simons because they weren't losing enough games. Right. Right? They weren't putting themselves in a position to get an advantageous draft pick. So if Portland could do that and was winning games with Justice Winslow and Josh Hart and Simons, Watford, and Nurk... Well, now you have Jeremy Grant, Dame, you have um, GP2, you have Gary Payton, 
you know, okay, so you've made a roster that took a team that was winning and was on the cusp of not tanking enough and you're adding an all-star caliber, all NBA player in Dame, you're adding Grant and you're bringing Gary Payton into the mix. You re-signed um, Eubanks, who was also helping you. Like Portland's gonna be better than they think. Now the question always is, well, so-and-so got better too. But we know how that plays out. You really never know what's going to happen until the ball rolls out on the floor. Mm -hmm. Like, you just don't know. Well, just like the Lakers were supposed to dominate last season. And look what happened there. Yeah, they were supposed to win 82 games last year and win a championship, and they couldn't make the playoffs. Right. Um, Right. Just like like the Suns are probably going to implode this season. You know? And, and you know, the Grizzlies look good, but they also look like one of those teams that's going to have one of those success hangovers the next season. Well, what – I mean – it's never a it's a it's a good sign for your team right like if you can win without your best player but it's not a good sign if you can't win with your best player and that's the position that they put themselves in they were a more efficient team offensively they were a more efficient team defensively if you look mm-hmm. at their numbers they scored more points they got more stops and they won more games with John Morant off the floor now is that to say that he's a poor talent no what it means is their team isn't balanced enough for him to come in and do everything that he does and for them to have the same amount of success as they do when his responsibilities are divvied up between the other available 11 players on the floor or on the the team, you know? So you don't know how that's going to translate. Will he adjust his game? I don't know. Does John Morant look like, seem like the kind of guy that's not going to want to average 25 and 10? Is he going to average that to the detriment of his team? possible you know you don't know i need i need to take a minute though and recognize how fun it is to watch john morant i used to like him he's probably my least favorite player now really why is that i just just don't like his you need to do something before you start grittying on the floor and (laughs) doing all the the yipping and yapping and showing me doing showing your teeth like i don't want to see all that shit like go win some games go hit some game winners i love it but win some stuff in the playoffs. I love it. Too. I I I'm love his game. That. I love I'm all of it. <laughs> That's why it's I showmanship, like... man. Yeah, you know who my probably my favorite non-blazer in the league is? Clay Thompson. I like Clay Thompson. That dude doesn't do anything. He'll hit a three in your face and just walk back. He'll hit six threes in a row in your face. And he's gonna like, well, who's got some popcorn for me? <laughs> like, I don't like he does not care about anything except winning the game. Another guy that I really respect, and even though everybody hates him, Kevin Durant. That dude has scales on his ankles, like is missing patches of hair like a stray dog. Like he does not give two shits. All he wants to do is go out there and ball. You know? Yo, I can respect I can respect KD and I, I love his game, but I don't know if I can say he's one of my Definitely favorite players. Not, nah. As a basketball player, as strictly from a basketball standpoint, you know another guy who doesn't talk any head at all and goes out there as a killer? Damian Lillard. I was just gonna say, if you don't say Damian. Yeah. <laughs> I mean there's a little bit of there's a little yeah, bit. Yeah, but of, that but that's like a long time coming, you know, when when that's like that's like been building up in that series where they were talking mad crap to, yeah. to Dame the whole time and then he just dismantled their entire mm-hmm. franchise but he did something right i, I know i i get what you're saying with the argument between dame and john morant i'm going with dame all day every day it's not even course. that it's, it's just, not even a question i'm just saying it's also i enjoy what i see from john morant highlight just like Kyrie, man i enjoy what i see from Kyrie, but i'm like I'm, i won't even i i wouldn't even entertain the idea of grabbing a drink with him or something you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't want to get involved in, in Kyrie's personal business. No, but speaking of, yeah, I like hoopers. I like hoopers, and John Morant's a hooper, but he is a new age hooper where he's he very much reminds me of like the LeBron hmm. style. Like, look at me, hmm. look, hey, I'm here, watch me. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do all this yeah. extra shit. It's a social media age, man. You're, you're, yeah, I know. You're, you're building a brand. I mean. These guys are athletes mm-hmm. and like entities, you know, essentially. And I think that, you know, like when you're talking about guys that just go out and kill and don't really talk um, and let their game talk for them. Did you guys see where uh, CJ was ranked at? 
I did. What was it like? Thirty 39. something. Nine. Right. Thirty nine. Right yeah. And he's still arguing. And he's the best player on the Pelicans. He's hands the down. best player. He's the best player on that Pelicans team. Hmm. I'd say he's not the on that I'd list. say he's the best guard. Not on that list, but he's the best player on that team. You have no idea. There you go again, right, Gary? You have no idea what you're going to get from Zion. I mean, I, True. I would Better take. Than, I mean, you know what you're going to get in in spurts as long as he can stay. I healthy. would take Ingram honestly because he's he's longer. He's he's more efficient scoring, and I think he can just do more like on the floor. I don't think I think is he I'm more efficient sure scoring. But I'm not. just saying, like when you're talking about like being able to score from from different like facets, like he can post, he can shoot, he can drive, like he can just he's just more tantalizing. I mean, CJ can obviously score and dribble and stuff like that, but I'm like CJ can't post up like Ingram can, can post up because Ingram's got got the length. No, he can't post. So, he can so dish the rock. We're talking though. about being able to yeah, score but in I different ways. I mean, I would say Ingram honestly. Yeah, I, I would disagree. I would say CJ is probably the best player well, on that team. Me and Tim got a nice little bet, so we'll see next year because I am <laughs> I am not trying to eat that chip, boy. <laughs> got these hot chips right here, man. Put They're ready down. for you. That's <laughs> 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 hot. <laughs> that ain't funny. So, all that being said, lists are dumb, but our, our boys should be ranked should. higher. Well, they dogged him on 2K, too. They did. Speaking of Dame, though, and my apologies because I don't remember where I saw this or heard it, but somebody, somewhere, said Dame is this generation's Reggie Miller. Hella good. I mean, stupid good. But just can't seem find his way to a chip what do you guys have to say about that i don't think so i mean to me well, i mean you know i'm an 80s baby you know so i grew up watching miller and jordan patrick ewing akeem robinson like all these guys and stuff like that and like i get you know the the rhetoric of you know where they're coming from small market guys and stuff like that but i just think that you know dame is better i think honestly i mean you know when you look at miller I don't think he made any first team or second team all league teams ever. You know what I'm saying? Well, you were going to be doing that. I mean, that's not hmm? necessarily a determining factor because he played in the same era as Jordan, Drexler. You know, there were guys who were ahead. Yeah, but of he him. was like the man, man, like on his team. Like he was the the go-to guy. I would recommend you go back and watch some Reggie I mean, Miller stuff because Reggie Miller might, I mean, he's yeah, underrated, man. That guy was yeah, a he's, cold he, killer. He's definitely underrated, but honestly, for me, man, I would take Ray Allen over Reggie if we're keeping it real. Ooh, Ooh oh, yeah, I don't real. know. Ooh, Ooh I don't Jesus know. Jesus Shuttlesworth? <laughs> I'm a big so fan Reggie of Ray Miller. Allen. Big fan of Ray Allen, but I got to say, I think I'm going with Reggie. Yeah. I mean, Reggie over Ray, yeah. I'd say, like, probably nine times out but of ten. But still, I mean, you're 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 thinking so, about it now, and it's like Reggie played with, with Jordan and Drexler and stuff like that. Like, we're talking about... But you could say the same exactly thing about Dane playing with, with LeBron, LeBron and Giannis and Jokic. Yeah. I mean, it's the same thing. And, you know, like, we're, we're talking about first teams and second teams. Like, Miller didn't have not one. And... And Dame's doing it now when nobody wants to go to Portland. People from Portland don't even want to go to Portland. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I feel like the same could be said about the Pacers. Like, I see where this, where I don't want to call it an argument, but I see where this comparison comes from because they're both small market teams, right? Like, nobody really wants to go to Indiana, even though it's it's kind of a basketball mecca. Um, they're both the number one guy on their squads. They both never really got much help. Not at least not enough to push them over the top. But I will say, and I, I hate to say it, but Reggie got to the finals. He did. Yeah, but if you put that 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 same Portland team in the East, 
when when Reggie got there. With no with no MJ, that Blazers team might get there. I mean, would would probably get there. But so here, so I'm just looking at the list of the guys who are making All NBA teams ahead of him, and you have Drexler, you have Anthony Hardaway, so you have Penny, you have Tim Hardaway, you have Gary Payton, you have Mitch Richmond, you have John Stockton, you have Kevin Johnson, Jason Kidd. I mean, you're talking about Hall of Famers, so it's like. And a lot of those guys are interchangeable, right? Those are, and I'm looking at the votes right now, and these votes are within one or two or three votes, and it swings him from third team to second team. And seven votes swings him from third team to first team. So that's how close. So you can say, well, oh, he didn't make the team or he did make the team, but you're talking about something mm-hmm. tiny. Like it's a, there's a small margin of error and a, well, and a few votes and, one way or the other goes a different direction. And let's And let's be honest about this. The only reason Dame made a couple of these all-star teams is because of the coaches voting him in. Yeah, he's never started. But I mean, like when it comes down to it, like I'm pretty sure that Reggie Albert, like for me, like, I mean, Bill Simmons said, said it best. He's he's talking about, you know, Reggie and his stat lines and first teams and second teams and stuff like that. And still, you know, it's it's the same thing. I mean, now Dame has to deal with, you know, he's got to deal with Harden and Kyrie and Curry and Thompson and all these guys in these huge markets, you know, with big, big brands and stuff like that, you know, and Miller had to deal with all those guys. But still, I think the Miller averaged like 21 point, like 21, three and three and something like that. And I just think that the, like, I, I love Reggie, man. I, I grew up trying to shoot like him and crossing my fingers when I'm shooting and wearing like, you know, a little, finger wraps and stuff like that and stuff. So and I just what, think still, like, it's just, I, I would personally take Dame. And that's just, or not Dame, but yeah, Dame. I'd, I'd take Dame. I guess my point is like, that's not a, it's not a, I wouldn't take that as a knock. If someone said, oh. No, I don't think it's a, honestly, I don't think it's a bad comparison. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm like, I'm, I'm, instead of saying like, I would take one or the other, I'd say, man, to be, in the most competitive era in guard basketball in history, I'm being compared to a guy who was seven votes away from an all NBA first team, but he only so made when, 13. So <laughs> when Jordan was out, where did uh, Miller finish uh, that season for, for first and second team? Uh, he, third. Behind. Uh, behind John Stockton, Penny Hardaway, Mitch Richmond, and Gary Payton. Mitch Richmond. It was him and Clyde Drexler on the third team. But yeah, I mean, when you're talking about Reggie, like, this dude was being counted on to carry his team just like Damian. You know, it's two it, it's yeah. two small mm-hmm. markets and still like when I'm when I'm looking at him, you know, and his stats and stuff like that, he hit tons and tons of game winners and scored thirty seven points in five seconds and stuff like that, and that's amazing. <laughs> but still, like I just think that for me, I guess as a kid, like watching him grow up, like I just thought that his his first teams and second teams, you know, were going to be more decorated. I, you know, I thought that his his stats were going to be more inflated and stuff like that. And I think that maybe rather than comparing these guys, maybe we should just be saying that Reggie was ahead of his time. Because if that dude played now, he'd be a monster. He he'd be a killer. You know, put him on anybody's team, he'd be killing like in this league, probably averaging thirty running off screens and you know especially if if he has somebody else to play with too you know and the the narrative is you know as well small markets and stuff like that but still like both these guys really didn't have an all-star to, to speak of to play with i mean i guess i i guess miller did like later on like in his career with jermaine but that's it yeah the first from uh reggie's first year which was in 1987-88 to the year 2001. Nope, that's not right. To the year 2002. So he went 13 years in the league and he played with one all-star one time in Rick Smith's, who was an injury replacement. How many times has Dane played with the all-star? I'm gonna go with zero. Zero, uh, one time. Who? Two times. LA? He played with the Marcus. He played with LA, his rookie year, who made the All Star team, and then he played mm. with him the second year. Well, I guess three because he made it three years. He played yeah. three years with Dan, with LA. Okay. Maybe that guy should have stayed around for a little while. 
Also, just for comparison's sake, Reggie's best season as a team leader, as a best player. The NFL action is in full swing here at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. We're talking touchdowns, big plays, and even bigger wins. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TBPN to get $200 in free bets if your team wins when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's code TBPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Hey, Tim. Yo. Lately, I've been listening to a lot of Ellie Golding. Golding? Isn't it Goulding? Goulding, Golding, Gosling, it doesn't matter. But I use my Raycon wireless earbuds to do it. They look, feel, sound better than ever. They have optimized gel tips, the perfect inner fit, eight hours of playtime, 32-hour battery life, and they're half the price of other premium audio brands. Well, shoot, no wonder Raycon's everyday earbuds have over 50,000 five-star reviews. Mm-hmm. They have the earbud tap functions, the noise isolation, and the awareness mode. Interesting. That sounds amazing. You probably you probably listen to Ellie on your way to work or something. I, I listen to it on my way to work. I listen to it at the gym. I am, I am always slapping that love me like you do all day, every day. Of course you are. Go to buyraycon.com slash tbpn today to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com slash tbpn to score 15% off. Buyraycon.com slash tbpn. 58-24. And, tri- and a game seven with Jordan in the, fi- in the conference finals. Not bad, but I'm still taking Dame. It- <laughs> I, I'm, I'm still... Saying, I'm, my point is not that we, we say that we take one or the other, right? It's just that... That's not an unfair comparison. I, th- I think I'm sitting with you, Eric, because to be compared to a Reggie it's a Miller. Knock. Yeah, it's not a disrespectful thing to say that. No, not at all. I think being compared to Reggie Miller is incredibly high praise because that is a guy who carried his team his entire career and found success. And that is exactly what Dame is doing. He's carrying his team and he is finding success. He is finding a way to win. So to compare him to Reggie Miller, I gotta say, man, it's pretty damn accurate. You know, Reggie's cold-blooded. Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. Gary, you may or may not agree with that. But <laughs> <laughs> but I hear you that's have some mailbag questions for us. That's too, Gary, because you're a hooper, right? So you're like, to you, you know, you're... I normally pick the like the, the Ben mm-hmm. Callentines, mm-hmm. my guy Ben, mm-hmm. Blazer Ben. Like he's the guy who looks at the numbers to determine his you know, like I heard I just Reggie was just a cold hooper. Just definitely. I mean he he was he was definitely a dog, but I just think, you know, the the narrative I don't know, just the, the comparison I think is not exactly fair you know because we're we're talking about small markets and we're talking about statistics and first team all leagues and stuff like that and the first and second team all league is not comparable the market itself is not comparable either because i would say the more players you know would want to be in indiana you know opposed to portland you know so it's like you know just with with that being said you know it should be easier to get players to go to indiana because it's east coast you know, opposed to guys, you know, wanting to come out to, to play to Portland and stuff like that. It's Midwest, though, <laughs> It right? doesn't like, matter. It's still closer to, like, I mean, it's Chicago, Midwest. It's still, New it's still York, East, Miami, Eastern these, Conference, man. man. It's totally different. So, so I mean, it's just, I don't know, it's just tough. And I just think, you know, I love both these guys. I mean, I love Reggie. You know, I grew up watching him play and stuff like that. But, you know, I, I, I would take Dame. That's just me. It's... Bottom line is, it's not a bad comparison, and I think it's high praise for Dame to be compared to Reggie like that. But Gary, you told me earlier that you have some mailbag questions for us. Definitely, definitely. Um, I, I tried to reach out to some people and, you know, just see if they had any questions for us and stuff like that. And some of them got back. <clears throat> so the first person is Chad. And Chad said on a previous show, Adam Drexler talked about how he's never worn a pair of Jordans. Is there anything? Uh, is there is there anything that you guys don't do that seems weird to others? 
but was instilled to you by your family that you guys do? Huh. Interesting. I'm gonna let Eric take this one. <laughs> uh, don't if you never eat off your kid's plate. Okay. What? Like like an adult never eats off a kid's plate? Yep. Interesting. It's because you, like you're stealing food from a, a child. N- not as much as it is just showing your kids that you have restraint. Hmm. You you don't need to go and like pick food off your kid's plate. You can. Interesting. Makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I I don't know I don't know if my parents instilled this in me or, or something, but in fact, I know they didn't. I don't know where it came from, but piggybacking off of eating off of other people's plates, I can't stand it when people reach over and take something off my plate <laughs> or touch my food. Don't touch my food. Yeah, bitch. That Straight is up, don't touch my food. I will bite a finger off. But yeah, like. But no, yeah, I mean, like, definitely. like, like, just someone like taking food without asking yeah. that bothers me i don't do makes that makes sense makes sense makes sense um for me um i hate milk like i hate milk um and like my my grandma made me do this <laughs> i eat cereal and water <laughs> what no you don't get out of here get out of here Cere- do you really eat C- cereal, cereal with water? water baby no fire dude you you basically just drink you're just you're just eating cereal and drinking sugar water soggy cereal and water that's right what kind of cereal do you eat i go with the raisin bran i go with the cinnamon toast crunch well the only thing that makes raisin bran eatable is the fact that you mix Mm -hmm. it that's right (laughs) What 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 about like nope. what about like alternative yeah, like milks? Not edible. I'm talking not like, not alternative edible, milks. Edible means yeah. you so, can eat it. Edible means like you eat so it. So I like um, <laughs> like almond milk, like almond chocolate milk and stuff like that. And I like strawberry milk and chocolate milk, but all the one percent, two percent, all that you can keep it. Um, I I, I can't. But you won't. Do you ever do you ever use like almond milk or whatever in your in your water, cereal? Baby. Spring what? Water. Did you know about that? That is insane right. to me. <laughs> I need to know if there are any other people out there that eat cereal I'm with one, water. I'm Hold one of on. a kind. So you're telling me, did anyone else in your family eat cereal? My with grandma water? did that, and that was it. Were you guys just like on in like tough times? No, or dude. Or? And it's so funny. Like people ask that, and if you're lactose, and just for me, like I do it now. Like I do it now, and like I just, I just love it. You know what I'm saying? It's just an you need ice cream. Yeah, but I don't know. Just the the thing about like milk. He said he's not lactose intolerant. Yeah. He just it's something yeah. about milk no, and no, cereal. And like milk, like to me, like you, when you eat ice cream, you know that that's like a milk product, and it tastes like you can like, taste. For the me, milk I don't know. Like I taste the 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 sugar and the chocolate, and, you know, candy canes or. Melt some fucking ice cream, bro. <laughs> now you're talking. Yeah, now dude. we agree. I like it. <laughs> what cereal and that is so wild. I can't get over that, man. I really you can't. You would not have to worry about me eating my kids' food if they were eating and cereal. I, 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 no I never kidding. have to share my uh, breakfast ever, so it's great. No, because nobody exactly. wants that, man. Exactly. Nobody wants that. <laughs> Dang, that's crazy. You know what? When it um, it's not like something I don't do. It's actually something I I do, is if I see some food, and it, or or maybe someone brings me some food in in maybe I haven't had it before and it looks awful, I will still eat it. Okay. I will try it at least yeah. twice. Cereal and water. Because because I I'll try it. Sure, why not? <laughs> but. You know what? I remember one time when I was a kid, we we ran out of. Nobody milk. wants some fucking Dasani. We we ran out of milk, and I didn't even think about putting water in my cereal because that's disgusting. So I ended up using orange oh, juice. Oh wow, that's better. Not listen, good. Listen, it's if, not good. If Craig can do it, I can do it. Craig from Friday. <laughs> <laughs> I would rather be the game from. Street Kings and put my <laughs> that <day>. in <laughs> Oh man! Oh, that's awful, man. I 
I don't know if we can be friends. All right, ask the next question here. <laughs> next question. Discuss. So, this is from Lee. He said, I think you guys are all fathers. What was something that shocked you and was unexpected about raising kids? Hmm. Shocked me. Something that's shocking. Honestly, man, probably how much they poop. Mm -hmm. This is true. I was not prepared <laughs> for that much poop. And not just like in the diaper. The fact that those diapers, when they're mm -hmm. young, they don't do a damn mm -hmm. thing. It gets everywhere, it man. Back. I can I can tell you so many stories. <laughs> there was once, I mean, there was a time where I was basically covered head to toe in doo, -doo. Oh, was that by choice? Kids are men. <laughs> no, man. Sometimes, as a dad, you gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> That's a fact. No, man. <laughs> what about you, Eric? Um, I guess I've been doing this a long time now. My son's about to be seventeen, my oldest. And the the thing that surprised me most is, as you have more kids. You know, you have your first kid and you're like, I love this thing more than life. I would do anything for this child. And then the second one comes and you're like, or is on its way and you're like, I don't know if I'm ever gonna love it <laughs> the same as I did my first mm -hmm. kid. And then all of a sudden you're holding that baby and it's just like, it's like, it's like Groundhog's Day and you go back and you feel the exact same way. And it happens every mm -hmm. time you have a kid get to a point right where Eric's got 13 kids yeah, I have four <laughs> but you know you it surprises me how much capacity for caring and love and and nurturing I had you know because like I have a good job I have a pretty good life and there's a lot of things that I could say like, oh, this is what I'm the best at. But like my favorite thing, my favorite thing is being a father. Like that's my favorite thing to do. I would do that over Blazer games. I would do that over money. I would do, you know, there's nothing that I would rather be than a dad. And that's, it's weird because you never think that growing, growing up, you know, it's not, you have ambitions like, oh, are you, you tearing be a up Gary? No, I don't like my kids that much. <laughs> no, I think I saw Gary wiping yeah, away a tear. But not like that's, I don't know, like that. That's um, that's uh, definitely real. I mean, I think that you know, there's there's nothing like the love you know that you have for your kids and stuff like that. You know, and for me, it's crazy. Like, I, I definitely 100% agree. Um, so I have a, a 17 year old, and then I have a, a 10 month old, and it's crazy because I, I, I felt the same thing. Um, you know, and it's weird because. Uh, you know, people would always say, like, they grow up so fast. You just got to enjoy, like, all the time, blah, blah, it's blah. True. And, like, I heard it so much that I really, you know, just didn't really even. Yeah, you discounted yeah, right. it, right? And now, yeah. And now my son is 17 and he's 6'9 and he's just, you know, like, talking with colleges and stuff like that. You know, I, I just talked to him today and he's, you know, said he's talking to some schools like here in Oregon and California and stuff like that about going to college and I'm just like wait I'm not ready <laughs> like I'm not ready you know to, to <laughs> let you go um, you know and it's just I don't know just uh, being a, a father is a so it was a fun experience and uh, you know like I'm glad you know we all share that love for our kids and stuff like that because it's definitely something you know that we we bond over you know for sure yeah man I have a hard time with people who are like who like I hope I don't rub anybody the wrong way but like mm -hmm. the deadbeat dad you know like I I just can't I I understand there's probably some mitigating circumstances behind that but I'm telling you if there's any if there's any fathers out there who listen to our show and they want some advice from a bunch of guys who just sit around and talk shit about basketball <laughs> like go be with your kid man you don't understand what you're missing real you have no idea what you're missing. And if there's something you can do to fix that, fix that. Because it's the greatest joy in my life to hang out with my kids. 
to play basketball with my kids, to play Super Nintendo with my kids, to drop Stone Cold Stunners mm-hmm. on my kids. <laughs> People's elbows and all of like, that. <laughs> yeah. And then and then there's the other aspect too. Like it's the it's the first strings concert you get to go hear them play after they've destroyed your eardrums for, you know, six weeks in the bedroom playing their violin and you know, there's just so many things that go along that, that with the experience. You know, poopy diapers, man. Poopy diapers are a, they're an experience. You know, and having them crap through their diaper and lay it all over your pants so that you're warm, mm-hmm. your legs are warm. <laughs> you know, the first time they ride a ride, the first time they say I love you, the picture. Like my daughter, my five-year-old daughter sent a picture. She snuck a picture in my in my work backpack in in my laptop. <laughs> So that I had a picture and she drew her, her mom and me and her and her and she wrote her name and it's like what's better than that you know what's better than having four people that you know oh, wives can come and go I know I've been divorced you know like girlfriends come and go sometimes friends come and go but like when you're a good parent and you take care of your kids and you're there for them they're like a dog man they're like a dog that lives five times as long like they are loyal to you and they will be there for you and they will love you no matter what it's for real go be a dad for real go be a parent go be a dad <laughs> psa go be a dad asap <laughs> so you got any more questions for us from the um, mailbag so i'm sure i could find one real quick um all right so for me this is a this is a question for me because because this is something that oh. that happened to me right. Um, how old were you guys, and who was the person that made you realize that you're not as good as bas- good at basketball as you really thought you were, or you're not it? Because for me, man, my my junior year, uh, we're out playing at the the hoop or something like that, I think, and man, we. We rolled up and I was super hyped. I was excited and um, jumped on the court and I had to guard this this dude that was like 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, Never heard of him. He He's playing point guard and two and running off screens and doing all this stuff. And like for me, like I was never used to that at that time. Like I was used to like being in the post and that's it, right? And he absolutely obliterated me. Like it wasn't even close at all. It hit me with double crossovers and spins and dunking and just going crazy and his name was Chris Rogers and uh, he went on to play at the University of Arizona he got drafted I think in the second round maybe played with the Spurs or something like that but yeah that that essentially ended my hoop dreams I um, was pretty sad after that I pretty much retired (laughs) (laughs) I played against some pretty good basketball players ever since I was coming up I already so I knew from a very young age like okay I'm gonna I'm not gonna make I'm not gonna be a college basketball player one I'm five foot nine two I'm half Asian you know this was long before (laughs) Lynn Sanity but I did I do remember the only time I mean so I was realistic about my expectations now I can hoop you know I mean I can play basketball and I know basketball but I was in ninth grade and I had to guard Mm. Brandon Brooks who Mm. going to grant time Yep, and I was matched up against Brandon Brooks, and Brandon Brooks did me <laughs> super dirty. Uh, he ended up winning a state championship at Jeff. And then when I was 19 years old, I had a friend. Uh, I don't remember his name now, but he was my his name was Josh. I don't remember his last name, but he ended up he was playing at Cascade College, um, which Josh is now Garrett? something else. Yeah, is he yep. mixed? Yeah, yep. Was he married? Mm, okay. He was my roommate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. we're reconnecting. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, so he asked me to play on his uh, Cascade College summer. They were short mm-hmm. players for a game. They were playing Portland, a University of Portland's mm-hmm. team, summer league team. And I went and played, and we ended up playing at Grant in my old high school gym. And mm. Pooh Jeter was mm. their point guard. And that dropped like 55 on me. <laughs> just was just eating me alive. But yeah. For me, I too was realistic with my expectations. And I gotta say, 
the first time I realized it was not going to happen. It was not in the cards for me. It was the first time I played City League basketball. And we got whooped by like 40-year-olds <laughs> as a young 20, like a team full of young 20-somethings. We got worked by these 40-year-olds that, I mean, we got beat by probably, the score was probably like 25 to Seven. <laughs> was that that year that we played each other too, and I hit that game-winning three on your and Jay's team? No, that was later. You and Ben you were on the lucky. same team. You got lucky. Oh yeah, I yoked it on him. I will say Eric has always had a pretty wet shot, but he can't guard in the post. Five foot nine. I'm only six one, dog. Not even. I'm not even gonna. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I, I knew it wasn't going to happen for for a long time, mainly because, uh, you know, I, back my fresh, I, I distinctly remember my freshman year in high school, I tried out for the, the freshman team and got passed over by a dude that was puking in the garbage can. He ended up taking the final spot, and I was like, you know what? Maybe basketball isn't my thing. So I went out and played football. And that's the end of the story, man. But I still play basketball every goddamn day of my life. Every single day. Yep. Mm-hmm. Small world, man. Yep, yep. Is that, is that, it, is that it for the mailback um, questions? So I think that's all we got. Fellas, it's been real. Thanks for joining me once again. Shout out to my co-hosts, the Basketball Podcast Network, DraftKings, Raycon, and especially you, our listeners, social media followers, and bucket busters. Keep reaching out to us on Twitter, at BustedBucket, with your comments and questions. We love building community with you all. Don't forget to rate, follow, subscribe, and leave a review if you're digging what we're saying. Be good to each other, Rip City. We'll catch you next time on the Busted Bucket Podcast. Thanks for listening.